Welcome to another episode of No Table Talk. Um, you should know who I am, but <laughs> I would think so. But with me today, um, I have two of my favorite twins in the whole world for reasons best known to me, reasons that I would share, actually. Um, I have Kimberly and Kayla here with me. How are you guys doing? We're doing really good, Kay. Yeah. Do you know which one is Kimberly? Which one's Kayla? Kayla. Yeah, there we go. I just, I wouldn't I, I, I never just have to check for some people. That would be embarrassing if I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't I'm so proud of myself that I actually do know. <laughs> but yeah, introduce yourself, you guys. Oh, wow. Okay, I've never introduced myself. I know. <laughs> so I'm Kimberly, um, twin number one, and I'm Kayla, twin number two. Huh. So, yeah. so you came out first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Okay, to be honest, I was thinking about this today. I think she would have came out first. Yeah. yeah. But she was coming out the wrong way. So yeah. then I got pulled out. I like to make an entrance. <laughs> so I honestly think she would have been first. And also, oh. it was C-section. She got pulled out. So I'm like, that doesn't count. Does it really count? It yeah. Be. I'm like, you got pulled, so. I feel you. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Why does it start when you're outside of the stomach? I don't yeah. understand. Huh. I'm just like, why, why does it matter? Why yeah. does it not start inside? Someone had to. Well, maybe they just don't pick up on who developed first. Maybe. I guess so. Because huh. I'm like, what if I was. That's kidding? a very good point, to be honest. I, I never really thought about that. that important, to yeah, be honest. You know, I, yeah, I don't think it's that important. No. But I, think, I feel like just for bragging rights, and I feel like this mic just keeps moving. But for bragging rights, I feel like it will come up eventually between twins. Yeah, I, I guess for us it doesn't really matter because I'm only a minute. We're only a minute apart. Yeah, mm. so we we always see each other as equals. Oh, you're all so cute. <laughs> I feel like y'all don't really mean that. You're just saying that. No, too. we really we don't think about it. <laughs> like everyone, a minute. Everyone always says, "So does she beat you up, or does she tell you what?" To beat do? you up? Yeah, yeah that's because she has one minute, and she feels so violent, man. She's just like, "No, it's just a minute." I'm like, "See, she knows." Yeah. She, that's interesting. Well, I was. I said I was gonna share why I like you guys so much. I love that. And you guys are a very big reminder to me of what it means to have um, deliberate relationships. Wait, to have say, deliberate relationships. Oh, I like that. Because thinking back to how we met mm-hmm. yeah. and how we became friends, we were part of the NSLS. What does that stand for again? National Society, Society for Leadership, Leadership and Success. Success. That's what it was. I, even that I was the pre- That's so, so such a shame. I was. That's such a shame, man. But yeah, we were in teams. We had these like SNT groups, mm-hmm. uh, success networking teams. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, it was me, the two, two of you, and Eklom. Mm-hmm. That I were in the same Eklom. group. Shout out to Eklom. And um, yeah, shout out to Eklom. Living her best life in, in Ghana, Ghana right now. I didn't even know. But um, yeah, that, I, I, that was, and just the way we met and the way we formed that group, the, the whole idea of the 
team itself. Yeah. I, I really liked the idea of people coming together deliberately to set goals and keep each other accountable for those goals and keep each other motivated and encouraged to yeah. reach those goals. And we all set goals. Yeah. Some of us did accomplish our goals. Some of us, I'm not going to mention any names, but they might be enjoying themselves in Ghana right now. <laughs> May have given up. I mean, I won't say given up. They might have just discovered bigger goals they wanted to achieve. But um, the whole thing was pretty, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I, it was pretty fascinating to me how we stayed friends. Yeah. Even after that. That was, I think, the quickest we've ever formed a friendship when yeah. meeting two new people like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah, I think it's actually hard for us to make new friends that kind of stick like that. Yeah, yeah. especially but, for a group that you have to make. Yeah, that you're but we like, yeah. the very first day. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. The group, yeah. I always hated, like, group projects in school. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Especially the ones you couldn't pick. Your, did we pick? No, I don't think so. I feel like we were all like the last people to just that remained in the group, were we not? I don't. I feel like that was that's what it was. I think we were. It was just fate, huh? And then when I heard you both had accents, I was like, I oh. love it. <laughs> I love. We love people with accents. So I can't remember if we met you, you or did. Ed Plum first, and yeah. you talked, um, and I was just like, what? And then Ed Plum talked, I was just like, oh. Awesome. I feel like you met me first. I feel like everyone came late. Yeah, she yeah. did. I yeah. think she did. <laughs> and yeah, I'm starting to remember. But yeah, it was. I'm happy. I'm happy it happened, man. Yeah. I'm happy I met you guys. And you, you guys seem to be into a lot of stuff. Mom. It's funny because we don't feel like we are. We just go with whatever random thing God puts in our life. But once it's over, we're like kind of sitting ducks right now. It's like, what's next? Yeah, but, you're the one to me that is into a lot of stuff me yeah mr president of nsl i mean that's over right now (laughs) (laughs) but you know that's always been you to us yeah interesting the the graphic design photography yeah no table talk like it's a lot it's a lot well that's funny i actually (laughs) looked at you guys that way because you guys do like the whole fitness thing you guys do hair stuff natural beauty you yes. guys i'm just like like i open your stories and you just it's almost like it's a catalog of all you do <laughs> just lined up it, but it's nothing special i have to style my hair for the week so all i'm doing is putting it on camera not, <laughs> everyone, not everyone has to be a fitness coach or a okay okay consultant or well give yourself some thought. talk to I, me about that real quick mm-hmm. so you're a fitness coach mm-hmm. online fitness coach all right and i'm what? her client huh and I'm her client yeah. for her hair. Her. Yeah. For me, I'm a natural beauty consultant, so like hair, skin, health, and wellness. But I'm also an influencer for natural beauty. So, mm. yeah, yeah. But we're both into the same thing, and we just bounce off of each other. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Did you think she was a fitness coach, too? No. I... Which is actually a first, because everyone thinks we're doing the same thing, and we're yeah. not. No, I knew, I knew, uh, when, okay. This is just me saying how I perceived the whole situation right now. Okay. I knew that when I would guess you started, mm-hmm. you guys used to work out together, you do videos together. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that you took a more professional approach to it. Mm-hmm. And you took a more, I enjoy it, so I'm going to do it too mm-hmm. kind of approach. Yeah. And then I also noticed that a lot of beauty contents was coming up on your page yeah see you're observant 
a lot of people are like, oh, you guys work fitness. I'm like, Kim is obviously the one promoting, like, the more professional aspect oh, of fitness. Yeah. And people didn't seem to catch that. Yeah. Like, oh, like I mean, she's taking trips on behalf of fitness. I would think that <laughs> yeah, people, people catch on to that. But you seem to pay lots of attention to your curls. It's a process. Yeah. I mean, this is like day seven here, so just ignore that. But I, mean, I wasn't going to mention it. But <laughs> since, you, since you did, I guess no, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I, I just noticed that you guys do a lot of. But how did you get into the whole fitness thing? And I'm going to ask you how you got into the yeah, whole. Yeah. It's funny. It was super random. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but back then when we started with NSLS, we were going for occupational therapy. Do you remember that? No. Well, that was our career plan. That's okay. I was, I was, I was, I was inclined to lie about like. No. I felt like I made a goal with it. I probably didn't, but we had just decided we didn't want to go down that path anymore. And then, right when we decided that, God just randomly placed these opportunities in front of us. For me, it was through a person I followed on social media. Mm. It was a fitness mentor. I had no idea she was a coach, but she always promoted it, and I was like. I want to do it, but I am not qualified to do that. And I don't know. I th- I honestly say it was God. Mm. He just kept literally making me curious about it to the point I just kept clicking and learning. And then I finally, I actually didn't want to do it in the beginning. Because, again, I didn't think I was qualified. And then God showed me. It was through a lot of different things, but recently it's been through the number one. Mm-hmm. He shows me ones in very different ways, and for mm-hmm. that, it was like just one example was her following, her number of her followers was one one one, and that was like the final way of him. It took him many steps to confirm it for me, but mm-hmm. that was like the final one. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it, and ever since, huh. that's how that happened. Yeah. What about you? And for me, it was um, it was similar. He spoke to me in terms of ones, um, but. I actually got stuck. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm, I'm just taking, I'm taking everything in right now. Just, okay. I'm, I'm listening. Weird, I'm yeah, listening. Yeah. And, um, um, I didn't know what I was going to do. Mom got mad because she's like, you had this whole actual practical good career ahead of you. And mm. we decided we didn't want to do that at the beginning of senior year when we had taken the prereqs and everything. Mm. Um, and I was just like, what am I going to do with my life? So, um, a girl at, um, Georgia State, she actually, shout out to Nat, if she ever watches this Shout one. out to Nat, wherever you are. Um, she, um, <laughs> it was a girl who stopped me in the library when I was helping a girl with her test, and um, she complimented me on my curls. And mm. we got into, and she had curly hair too, and we started talking about, cur- you know, curly hair girls, we can just get into it. <laughs> yeah. So she started talking to me, she's like, have you ever considered being an influencer? But I was like, no. Because, you know, we didn't use social media. We didn't get social media till we were in college. And we didn't. Oh, for real? No. We didn't, huh. And we didn't even make the accounts. Our twin friend made, made the account for us because she said, you guys are going to get social media because our mom. Hey, you have twin friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are like a community of twins just somewhere. Just them. Just them. Just them. Just them. <laughs> oh, that would be weird if I got, if it was like a twin convention and then. There is a twin convention. There, there is a twin is. convention. We're, we're even trying to go. It's in Ohio, I think. Of course, it's Ohio. It's like like Pride, but for twins. Huh. Yeah, Yeah, you'll see us there one year after COVID calms down a little. Wow. So you're just a building full of twins. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. Wow. Huh. Yeah. 
but I really want to know. Like, I just feel so honored to be on this. Was, what made you reach out to us? Yeah. Like, what just made you think, I want the twins on? I was like, we're podcast worthy? Podcast worthy? What does that even mean? <laughs> I, I, I feel like you have to have some type of interest. Because I'm not going to ask someone that I think is boring to talk yeah. to to come on. I'm just not. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't ask you guys if I didn't enjoy having... Some sort of communication, at least, with you guys. <laughs> so that that is an, a very interesting prerequisite for this. Mm-hmm. But um, like I was telling you guys before, I was thinking about this for a minute. Um, I was really thinking ahead mm-hmm. when I, this was still just on Instagram, and I think I was going live on YouTube at the time as well. Mm-hmm. But I was really thinking ahead. I didn't know exactly what it was going to be, but I knew the kind of people I would want to be involved with. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the kind of vibe I would want to surround this with. And I had a couple, um, I've mentioned it before in previous episodes, I have a book where I write down people I would like to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I just started to really think about it. And I prayed about it too. And um, I just started to write down people I would really like to have conversation with that i feel like i would give me well not good content because i i don't i was telling the last person i had this with i was telling him that um one thing i noticed that makes this work for me is i am never really cognizant of the fact that i mean it's kind of at the back of my mind mm-hmm. but i don't i don't focus on it that i'm i'm talking to a group of people or a group mm-hmm. of people are watching me like once I hit record on the camera and I hit record on the audio system and I welcome everybody to Mental Talk. Mm-hmm. My attention shifts from them to who I'm talking to. Oh, so like whatever is happening here would be what would originally happen if it's just three of us just sitting here yeah. talking. And I was thinking about who I would who I, I I think I would have a good conversation with, who I think I would have a and it's something about people that it's not, it's not even about people that I really know. Mm-hmm. It's more about people I would love to know more about. Yeah, because I, I, I think this is a very good bonding experience. I think it's myself. I've known these twins for a minute. Yeah. But um, I'm interested in exploring that relationship a little bit. I, and I, thought, I just thought this would be a very interesting um, platform to... I love get to you guys more. Because I've never really sat down with you guys and actually had... Conversation. Any conversation with you guys, pretty That's much. That's true. Yeah. So, is there a way that you go about deciding the order of like who speaks, like episode two, three, or do you just go down the list? Um, I really don't think too much into it, except I am being made to, mm-hmm. and I say that in the, in the sense of I don't open the book and I'm like, oh, so who do I talk to next? <laughs> if I feel like I had to talk to a certain person next. Then I explore that feeling and then I go with it. But other than that, it's really just who I would just happen to contact next and who just happens to be available. And yeah. And then I guess I then have more power with who I post, who I put up next, like what episode I put up first. So yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, guys, he had us holding out for. (laughs) When did you tell us? You asked. I told you guys when you were in Spain. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. You guys traveled Mm -hmm. to teach. Yeah. 
We have no teaching experience. By yeah. <laughs> Look, when <laughs> when I saw that on social media, I was like, first of all, I was like, huh, brave. <laughs> Especially because I know another person that I follow that is, I think, in North Korea mm-hmm. or South That's Korea. Probably. I can't remember. I think it's North Korea. And she's teaching there to reach brave as well. Mm-hmm. Just, but yeah, I was just, I saw, I was like, Huh. Yeah, it was, how, how did that happen? That like, was another last minute. There was no plan to that. People thought we were prepping for that. Yeah, I two just, months before we left was when we decided, okay, we're going to do this. I just got an email from the Georgia State. It was a, um, you know how they have the study abroad fairs? Mm-hmm. So they just had one person, I just threw my name down on their email list. And they were just like, oh, we have uh, teaching English positions open. And it, I think it was, like, right after the pandemic started. Okay. And it was just one of those things I felt drawn to. So I, I talked to Kayla. I was like, you want to do this? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. And then we yeah. applied, and we didn't think we would get it because we had zero teaching experience. But yeah. Plus, did. we had just quit, or we were prepping to quit our jobs at the time. I was like, well, we have nothing else lined up. This is perfect timing. Yeah. So, so it, it was just one of those. I think our whole life has honestly been pretty random. Like, if you look at our resumes, nothing makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, or if you see, like, everything we're doing, people are like, you guys are just so amazing with the things you do. And I'm like, literally everything that comes that surprises you is just as much of a surprise for us. <laughs> <laughs> we just stumble into life. We don't plan it. Like, have you ever looked at us and was like, I, I get what they're doing? No. <laughs> Neither do, do we. But the thing is, for me, the thing is, for me, is that... Um, <sighs> it's almost okay because l- l- listen to you guys talk mm-hmm. um one thing that you both have said that i did appreciate especially the fact that you both actually did say it was um the fact that in taking certain steps you either prayed about it or mm-hmm. god spoke it to you and i was just thinking to myself that even though it doesn't make sense to you doesn't mean it doesn't make sense at all yeah. And it's almost inspirational because it's it's a trap we like to fall into ourselves and when we're planning our next steps and when we're planning our lives, mm-hmm. if we try to make it make sense to us. Yeah. We try to, whether it's even, okay, you've gone to school and then you're looking for a job, we, we try to make it make sense that, okay, if I, if I spent four or five years in school, my mm-hmm. next job should be in this field mm-hmm. or my next step should be in this field. And then certain opportunities come around and we're like, no, nah, this doesn't fit with the original plan. Yeah. Well, the plan that makes sense to me, so it can't obviously be that. Yeah. And then we just get fixated on stuff that just shouldn't be, but just might make sense to us. Yeah. But I guess what's important is makes sense to God. I guess. Yeah, and we weren't always. That, that didn't come easy before. I felt like it stressed us out before. Mm. Um, it still does at times. Yeah, like, like literally we started college both undecided and we both picked psychology, I think, what, a semester later? Mm-hmm. And she was crying at orientation because we... Mom, <laughs> I just had no idea what I was doing with my life. And yeah. my mom was like, get it together. Like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, because we spent all of high school saying, I don't know what I want to do. And then mom would be like, well, when you get to senior year, you'll know. And then we started college at the same place. And I felt like that would stress us out. But now I find excitement in 
now I don't really plan ahead. Like now I say to people, I don't really make goals. Mm. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not aimless. Like I do things and I have, I want success. I want to help people with whatever I do, but I don't make, I feel like if I make a very specific goal, I'll limit myself because God, mm. I feel like has laughed at every plan we try to make. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, okay, I'll yeah. just start doing whatever you do. And to me, that's been more exciting. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds like an exciting way to live, man. It, yeah. it it's is. stressful at it times, is. but it's... I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. When we moved back from Spain, the next morning, like after the flight, I cried. I woke up crying because I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. What's next? Yeah. yeah. And my dad, he works a, um, a lawn service. It's called Dirty South. <laughs> Dirty <laughs> South Lawn Just a little plug. It's called <laughs> Dirty South Lawn Care or something. And he was like, oh, come work with me this weekend. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, it's actually... Like do lawn service? Yeah, like riding yeah. a, a lawnmower. <laughs> okay, I honestly I mean, do want to learn how to, because it's like a zero turn. So it's like the ones that I don't know. I don't know how to talk about. This, it's like you ride on it and it can like it, rotate itself yeah, without okay. it go in a circle. It's not I the see, one with the steering wheel. Huh. And I was like, you know, I would like to put that on my resume that I know how to drive one of those. Yeah. But other than that, I, I wasn't ready to work. I'm yeah. exhausted. He's like, well, you know, you're in America. You need to make money. And mm. I'm like, well, I don't want to live by American standards because yeah. I don't know. One thing in Spain, they just we always said it. it's like they work to live. But I feel like in America, they live to work. Yeah. And as soon as we got back, it just made so much sense. Like It's always about making, how can, I feel like people idolize people who work so hard and are super successful, but it's like, especially the people that don't get sleep, they're making money or whatever, but it's just like money is such a priority, working the nine to five, the mm. hustle, the grind. And in, in Spain, they're just like, you know, if you, if my boy wanted to, you know, if he found out he wanted to be a trash man. I'd be so proud. And they're like, well, what, if, what if you know you're about to lose your job in a week? What would you say? And one of the teachers I worked with would be like, that's not really important. What's important is I'm working right now at this position. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And I looked at that. I was just like, I love that. And they're just like, you wouldn't be stressed. They're like, we'll think about it in a week. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Wow. To me, that was inspirational. I was just like, I like that. If you think wow. about it, they live more, well, that mentality to me is more aligned with how God wants us to be, to think in the present, live in the present. And mm. they're so much more liberated to me than yeah. people here. People here are stressed. Yeah, and burnt out. And Yeah, they're pretty stressed. Yeah. I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, a living, I'm a living example of stress. Who's stressing you? Life. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I, I would love to go if, if that if that's the solution if that if that leads me to the solution yes spain here i come it's so beautiful there too and oh, yeah. cheaper it's it's really nice yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to being in a place where i can just travel yeah i'm sure i'm sure it's pretty different over there like it's super different like i could walk from home, five minutes, I could go to the gym, cross the street, go to the thrift store, and then cross back over to the grocery store, and then walk back home all in, like, two hours. And then how affordable food and alcohol is there? Mm. I mean, we're not heavy drinkers, but we would go to one. Like, here in Atlanta, if we go out to eat, you're like, yeah. okay, that's that's a, maybe we'll go back in a, a week or two mm. yeah. or whatever. But there, we could go out to eat multiple times a week, and then in one day, we'll go to one place for dinner you want to go to another place for drinks okay and what about the last place we'll go for dessert, dessert. yeah it's like a whole lineup and, huh. and you know we like to eat so that 
made me happy. Yeah, we didn't have to. That go makes there. me happy. Yeah, it was bomb. Yeah. So I don't oh. know. It's weird the way they price things differently. Like uh, a bottle of hot sauce would be like six dollars, but then you could get a bottle of wine for a dollar, which is like what? And it was, it was what? Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's that's weird. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty weird, but like, I I I don't know how. It's it's huge, man. Living in a different country. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, we went during the pandemic, so it's to me it was like a lot. The people still were going out all the time, and they had restrictions and whatnot. But I actually don't think we would have been able to handle it. Of course, like with no pandemic. Like Spain is a social country. Yeah, I and mean, people think we're social. I thought, well, I'm we're ambiverts, so it's like we're social butterflies for a second, but I need to be. Yeah, at so home you need your time to yeah. recharge. To recharge, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and we went when it snowed for the first time in the city that we went to in 50 years. So yeah. we got stuck in France for three, two, almost and a half three days. days before we made it to Spain and then when we got there there was snow everywhere and no one knew how to handle that mm. we were dragging well, we were trying to drag suitcases through the sidewalk in snow and then we had to figure out how to get a taxi for the first time in a different with, language yeah <sighs> and it was like 11 at night and we and ended up in a train station and that's how you get there then we didn't we've never maneuvered like the most public Type of transportation us Atlanta girls have experienced is the school bus, so yeah. it's like not oh. a train station. Yeah. Wait, were you guys ever flustered during all this, like trying to figure out your way of just with the language? But do do you guys speak any Spanish? We, we do, do not fluently. Okay. We speak a lot to understand, but they speak a different type of Spanish, Castilian, mm-hmm. and then the accent is so different. They lisp a lot of sounds. Mm. Some of them are so fast that it's like. Our Spanish is almost useless at times. Yeah. <laughs> but it, other times it's great. It just depends on who you meet. Because there's a lot. It's just like here. It's like their own melting pot. But like, yeah. uh, I'm bad at geography. Uh, like uh, Europe melting pot versus the American. Okay. Um, it's different. Yeah. Because you can meet like, no, actually this is one thing that really blew my mind. Like you'll meet Indians and Africans and all these people that speak Spanish that blew my mind. I don't know and, why. Yeah, and you don't think about it because in America, I'm like, okay, I see a Chinese man speaking English, English. or whatever. But when I got there, I saw a Chinese person speaking Spanish. So I was just like, what is happening? This is weird. And they're like, that's normal. I'm like, I mean, I know, but yeah, you don't. When you're in America, you don't think of Chinese people speaking Spanish. <laughs> and you just have these moments. I think it looks stupid to other people. But it's like if we saw someone that wasn't Spanish, if I saw an Asian, I'd be like, hello. And they don't speak English and you're like stressed because it makes no sense. It's crazy. Yeah. So wow. that's the type of moments you have. And it's, yeah. I, it was fun. There's times it got stressful, but the first month I think was stressful trying. We've never had to find a place on our own. So we were apartment hunting in Spanish. We had Spanish dicked out on our phone and then we would be ready to call our mom if we needed something. So it was it was a lot of like we almost thought maybe we God did not want us to be mm. here. Yeah, we thought we messed up first. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But and mom was just like, I'm pretty sure God is saying come. That back sounds home. scary being in a different country and feel like you just messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and I I don't think we would have made it without each other. Like I'm actually looking at half the um the 
the group that comes because you come in like a cohort almost. Yeah. And I'm just amazed most of them came by themselves. Like I don't think we would have made it. <laughs> we would have laughed. We laughed certain stressful situations off that we would have cried if we were by ourselves. Yeah. Mm. And it's just like you can look at the other one and say, "Gosh." You're so pitiful over there. I'm like, we're so pitiful, but alone you would just been like, this is just sad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So what do you guys say? So you guys are pretty attached to the hip. Yeah. Yeah. It's not to the point that we need each other yeah, to no. do things. Because I know some people look at us just because we're so close. They're like, oh, they need each other. Mm. Yeah. And they don't know how to be on their own. And that's not it at all. You know. But we just genuinely, like, we're the same person. Half the time we enjoy doing things together. It's just... And we're a power team. Yeah. We do everything. So there's a lot of stuff we do by ourselves, but together I'm like, this was really helpful that we had each other. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never I never got the sense that you guys totally depend on each other. Mm-hmm. I, I just got the sense that your relationship is important mm-hmm. yeah. to the two of you. Which is ironic because we used to hate each other. Yeah, we did. You used to hate each other. I don't think yeah. we got close until we were in college. college. It might have been when we That met. makes sense. I feel like that makes sense with a lot of <laughs> siblings. Really? Yeah, it, my, like my sister and I, we weren't really the closest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you guys are so cute together. We try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't really the closest. Um, We got closer in college. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in college in Nigeria, we got closer then. And college it, in Nigeria? Yeah. What? Wait, so... Yeah, I was in college in Nigeria for three years. Wait, so... So when we met you, was that after? Yeah. What? So did you grow up in Nigeria the whole time? Yeah. Oh my God, you were fresh off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why didn't we know this? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> How was That's that? Because yeah. most foreigners I know they they maybe grew up like five or six years in their country and then came okay. here. But how was that transition as an adult? Nah, I was in Nigeria for I think till I was I came here in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Wow. It wasn't. Too, too bad because I mean I've come here for a lot of holidays mm-hmm. and I'm pretty I mean fortunate enough to be pretty exposed mm-hmm. my parents are pretty exposed I mean, my father grew up in England just school in England yeah. my mother I mean my parents are just pretty exposed and so even living in Nigeria we the culture around us wasn't corely Nigerian I mean, it was Nigerian, but we were exposed to all the cultures around the world. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, it wasn't really that hard. <laughs> the culture shock wasn't that much. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, maybe the biggest um, adjustment I had to have was just realizing that there are more white people around me. Which yeah. it, it might sound funny, but it really it's isn't. True. No, yeah, I can get that. It's true. Because I, I mean, you, you may see them on TV, mm-hmm. but <laughs> meeting them in person and then having to learn that they, it doesn't necessarily take a certain kind of special interaction to be able to communicate with them. Yeah, because I can imagine, I can see how somebody could come from Nigeria and their whole um knowledge of um white people is Disney Channel, wow, or other TV station. Then they come here, and then they try to imbibe whatever culture they learned on TV, and feel like that is the easiest way to relate to 
not, not, not even just white people, but other people that are not part of your original culture. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't really too hard for me. So yeah, I was in college in Nigeria for two years. It's a cool yeah. fun fact. I did not know that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah my, my sister and i did get closer and it wasn't even like we sat down and we we're like okay we're gonna get closer now <laughs> it was really i feel like we just had our processes on our own i feel like i was i just started to realize that i'm a big brother mm-hmm. i'm her older brother that's the only sister i have yeah and i i started to just cherish that relationship and even now that we're apart because it's just nigeria i'm here and even now that we're I, I I've mentioned it to her before. I, I long for us to be together and explore because we haven't really explored a certain level of our siblinghood in this present state that we are in, this present state that we love each other this much. So I'm looking forward to that because the world isn't ready. <laughs> for when we're <laughs> Grab a glass of wine or a cup of tea Cause you're listening to No Table Talk